nothing else really matters, right? If, if your dentist yeah. isn't there and can treat and plan well, it is not going to go well. So, so you need that. Uh, I guess the joys of being a marketer is being able to learn things very quickly, maybe like 50% or you're not answering nearly as many phone calls as you thought. You're only answering yeah. 75 for, or 65% of your phone calls, right? Yeah. Um, so, so these are the things that become the focus. Uh, you know, once you've reset, once you've rebuilt your brand, made it cohesive, made it strong, once you've uh, started developing all these basic systems, now you start looking at the training. Welcome to another episode of Dental Marketing Go. I'm your host, Gary Bird. I'm the CEO of SMC National. We are a marketing agency that provides predictable new patient flows for offices just like yours. And today I got a special episode. Jeff is coming on and he is the marketing director of DAG, uh, D-A-G. And they actually have 13 locations. And I'm really, really excited because he's actually going to share with us what they've done from a marketing perspective to grow to where they're at and then what they're going to do in the future. And we're going to talk about the good stuff, the bad stuff, the stuff that worked, the stuff that didn't. So Jeff, thank you so much for coming on today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here. And uh, yeah, very excited to talk about DAG and, uh, and, and how we've gotten to where we've gotten. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about what, like how you guys got started from your marketing journey. What, what did you guys do to get to 13 practices? So I think for me, um, again, I, I happen to be re relatively new in dentistry. Um, it's uh, an area that I didn't think I would grow into, um, but I have. And so me I neither. came on. I'm and same, same boat. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Never thought. Of, I, I, when I was a little kid, I wasn't like, hey, when I grow up, I want to be a dental marketer. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so I kind of came into the industry. And, and for me, maybe perhaps by luck, um, DAG had a, a solid foundation um, to, to start off of. They have very strong culture. They had great core values. Um, and they, they had grown really through creating value um, and really strong patient interaction um, and, and um, really getting increased value for service. Got it. So, so were they mainly, uh, were you guys mainly patient referral focused uh, to start off? Yeah, and that's kind of what I came into. And so it it had definitely grown through patient referrals. That was where the strengths were. Um, coming in as a new marketer, things that I found, you know, there was some reset there, but again, the foundations were there. They're looking at it from an interview standpoint. It it needed a little bit of work. It definitely needed a marketing professional. Um, that was something I had been told that they had struggled with with this position in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, but it certainly wasn't bad uh from from any any point. Sorry to disrupt the show, but I got something crazy to share with you. We are attempting to connect with all of our listeners. We have thousands of people that listen to this podcast and we want to meet you in person. We have four events coming up and I want to give you a discount code that you can use for the next week to save $300 off your ticket. The discount code is Gary Bird, and the link is going to be just down below. You can also go to smcnational.com forward slash events. I hope to connect with you in person and help each other grow our businesses. Can't wait to see you soon. Yeah, because it's actually, it's actually harder to market something that doesn't have that foundation, even if they have all the nuts and bolts, right? So let's say you had an unlimited budget, the best website, the best everything, but you have horrible culture, horrible operations, you're, you're mistreating patients, 
yeah, you might be able to get some leads to start, but it's very hard to grow that. So what you're doing, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, you're taking a really good, solid business that has good patient referrals, good patient flow already from just building relationships. And you're going to add marketing on top of that. Is that correct? Yeah, for sure. And I completely agree with you there. You know, it's especially as a new employee coming in, um, it would be I guess risky to to tell your boss, hey, the culture here, this this isn't exactly a very fun place to go working. Um, you know, it, they might accept that, but chances are it wouldn't go well for you. Um, but uh, it's far easier to come in and say, hey, you know, in my experience, these type of techniques really aren't working as well. Um, mm. We can change that, but you know, especially in dentistry, if if our employees aren't there and and strong in their roles. Um, nothing else really matters, right? If, if your dentist yep. isn't there and can treat and plan well, it is not going to go well. So, so you need that foundation and that's far more challenging to, uh, to build, I guess. hundred percent. Yeah. You can't, as a marketing director, you can't really go in and help fix the culture if, if that is the problem. So sounds like you found a great spot. What, what's your main initiatives right now? What are you focusing on? We're really focusing on, so as I mentioned, you know, in the first year, we experienced a bit of explosive growth. Um, we, I think, doubled the size of our company basically over my first year. So from what some, from what to what How are you measuring double? Uh, in terms of practices. Uh, yeah. So we added on, we're now at 13 practices. When we started, I think we were at six, seven practices. Um, and wow. then we've also brought in and merged we practices. So yeah, in that in that opening time, it, it was very rapid. Um, and, and to come in and try to reset your marketing initiatives and, and reset your entire marketing structure, as well as experience that growth, it, it's, uh, fast, I, I guess. Um, so what's worked, so, like what, what has helped you drive? So you're getting all these offices and you're like, man, I got to get patients in right away. What's working really well for you right now? Um, a stronger focus on coming in Rebuilding the website, that was a big thing that we tackled early on. Um, when I first came in, the website that I saw, there was actually one in development. Um, kind of put the brakes on that. When I took a look at it, it wasn't performing well. Um, it, it didn't look good while it was in development. So we kind of uh, rolled back from that, which again was a big step when your marketing person comes in and says, I don't, like, can we stop this major project? It's, it's not going well. Um, so I rebuilt that myself. Uh, that was part of the exploration was, okay, what can we do here? All right, this isn't lining up. Um, let me go explore this technology. Let me build it out. So the new website that we currently have is is completely built by me, which which was a fun process. But and is that a single single brand? One brand? Yeah, sing, single yeah. brand um, with with all the practices for landing pages. So yeah, that that was another big change that we made was they they were running websites a single website under a single domain per per location. Yep. Um, which as you can imagine, the costs were huge compared to what they are now. Uh, I think. It, so did you have to change each brand's, uh, each brand's name? No, that's part of the strong foundation that I walked into. Uh, they were okay, doing that yeah. right, for sure. And, and that was one of the nice things. And that was part of the scale uh, that we were looking at. Again, through my interview process, I knew they wanted to scale. I, I knew we wanted to, to grow pretty fast. Um, so building rebuilding the marketing with that in mind was was a core focus. Um, and it wasn't there. We couldn't scale print materials. We couldn't scale the website fast. All these things were were a bit broken. The brand wasn't very cohesive. Um, and my background is truly in design. So that's an important yeah. part for me. Um, so again, re rebuild all of this. Um, so, now so, you rebuilt, so you rebuilt the website. The website's now 
um, there, what's the next step that you took to start producing more new patients? Start following the KPIs from there. Um, you know, we start looking at it, adjust the SEO. Um, for us, the big thing was to strengthen our online booking. Um, we didn't really have a very strong online booking. Now we're getting there. Um, it's something that's been a major focus, especially towards the end, you know, middle to end of 2022 was how can we maximize this opportunity? Um, again, we are getting strong referrals, which was a nice foundation to know that yeah. my practices were at least going to float, right? If we're getting such a high, high, uh, amount of those, those high quality patients, um, Online booking, though, as we all know, a, a different challenge. It's it's not exactly a strong patient could be coming out of marketing, um, SEO. Someone who just Google's you and says, "Yeah, sure, I need an appointment right now," but then yeah. you know they might not show up. Um, and again, availability times. If you don't have it, you're not going to grab your conversions as, as much as you'd like. So, well, not that just that, but but the online schedulers break a lot because anytime someone changes something in the PMS. That it goes down and it might be down for two days before you recognize it. And you're going, what, what, why are we getting less leads? Something's broken on the site. Have you, have you ran into that? Uh, so much. Um, and, and that's part of our, our growth model is so far has been purely through acquisition. Um, and so in a year and a half of being in dentistry, I think I've gotten to play around in six or seven online booking systems before, you know, we now standardize, we, we bring everything under the same PMS, but for a little bit there during transition, I always have to make something work with a previous system. And so, yeah, that's, uh, I guess the joys of being a marketer is being able to learn things very quickly. Um, and that's just another challenge of, of how we've grown. So yeah, the, the online bookings, they started to develop. Um, we really started to increase that. And with, you know, with increasing the availability, we've increased new patient numbers that way. It's not exactly scalable. Um, and I think that's a, a big topic of things that we've been doing up until this point. Um, well, we so can what do you mean about- by that? So, so do you, do you, so you kind of, so what I see happening here, just to, to reframe for our audience. So you, you came in, you were like, lowest hanging fruit website needs to be updated and then from there and then it was important that you did it the right way because if i've seen a lot of people do dental websites the wrong way for multi-location and creates a ton of work so kudos to you for getting that right then you went in let's get the online booking let's get our phones right because that's kind of a marketing to uh handoff because a lot of people would just say oh no no just dump money into advertising, but if you don't answer the phone, it doesn't really matter. Or if you don't, if your online booking's broken or you're using a faulty system, it doesn't really matter. So you went for the lowest hanging fruit, which is super smart. And then, and then, but then you said that it's not really scalable. So what, what, what do you kind of mean by that? So you can get your new patient referrals and you can get your online bookings, but you can't flip any magic switch that's going to increase those drastically. Hey. Um, okay. th- there's just no such thing. You can do things to make an effort to increase them. A lot of that is in staff training, which we all know takes a lot of time and resources. Um, you can incentivize them depending on what you're taking in terms of insurances. Yep. Um, but you, you can't just say I'm going to do a, and it's going to increase these sorts of things. Um, and so, yeah, like I said, it's, it's nice that we started with a strong, such a strong foundation. Um, again, right now, if I were to hand out a $25 gift card to get a new patient through referral, that's a really cheap, cheap way to go grab new patients. I'm happy about that. Um, so I have no problem with, with incentivizing these things, but it's, it's going to happen. It's very not scalable. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's not, it's not scalable. You're not, if they said, if it, it, I'll put it a different way, 
if one of the if one of the offices come to you and say, "Hey, Jeff, we just hired two new doctors. They start next week, and we're going to need forty new patients for each of them," you don't that with the, that's the not scalable part, right? You can't all of a sudden flip a switch. So, is that kind of the next step for you? Is the creating the predictable patient flow? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's where we're at now. And again, part of what I came into was, uh, no data, you know, we, we didn't really have data and I absolutely do not think that's uncommon, even outside of dentistry, almost every role I've walked into, it's just not there. Um, and I think for a lot of people, they just kind of assume that things are going completely fine. But when you really pull back the cover, you start to learn things and, and it's learning never going fine. Yeah. 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 I mean, you, you think that your phones are, are going great, but your conversions really aren't there. Maybe like 50% or you're not answering nearly as many phone calls as you thought. You're only answering yeah. 75 for, or 65% of your phone calls. Right. Yeah. Um, so, so these are the things that become the focus. Uh, you know, once you've reset, once you've rebuilt your brand, made it cohesive, made it strong, once you've uh, started developing all these basic systems, now you start looking in the training. Um, and, and you start making sure that the, the I guess, bucket of, of opportunities that you're catching your leads are actually converting for you. Um, and I think for a lot of people, they think, oh, I'm going to go out and hire a marketing guy. I'm going to hand him some money and he's going to do magic and suddenly you know, patients are going to arrive. Um, and I, I just, that's not the case, right? We all know if, if you were to hand me $10,000 without knowing anything and I just go out and get new patients, um, yeah, it could happen, but I'm probably spending far more money than anyone really wants me to be spending while doing it. Um, yeah. and, and there's a, there's a learning, there's a learning curve even for the most experienced people. And again, if you don't have clear data, you don't know who to hold accountable. So is this a marketing issue? A, a capability maybe you don't know you've never done it before or is it a um is it is an operational issue that they're not answering the phones if you don't have that data it's so hard to nail that down yeah exactly so so, so are you what have you what data platforms are you using what are you doing to really dig into that uh right now it's essentially my practice management system google analytics and that's about it um and we're what uh, what, what pms do you guys use carestack Okay, cool. That's cool. I'm actually speaking at their event uh, for their power users uh, in February, so I'm I'm, nice. I'm very familiar with them. That's yeah, a, and, and for us, that was that was part of our growth. We needed to move to cloud. We needed to have more access to this thing, and so that was essential um, for for our growth. So yeah, that's awesome. And then, do you um, one thing that I've noticed, and you and how wait, how long have you been with with DAG? How uh, how long? Over a year, right? Year and a half. Perfect. Okay. I wanted to get that before I said that what I'm about to say. A lot of dental marketing managers get fired really fast, like in the first year. And the reason for that is just what we talked about. They come into like a big blank canvas, basically. And then they're told like, yeah, double our new patients or triple our new patients. What what has been for you the difference in being able to make this work, even though you would walked into the same situation a lot of other people do? I think... Um perhaps confidence, boldness, um, these types of things. I, I think in general, when being hired, right, if my bosses could have done this role, they wouldn't need me. I wouldn't be here. Um, because why spend the money to hire someone if, if you truly don't need them? And so I was brought on, in my opinion, for the expertise that I have. You know, I have years of background marketing, not in dentistry, but marketing in general. Um, 
so obviously there's a need there. Um, and so when I came in, there wasn't really a fear to discuss these things and have a hard conversation about, hey, well, we're really not here or where I'd like to be. But again, that's why you're brought on. You're brought on to develop a role, to develop this whole mm. department as a whole. Um, so yeah, don't don't be afraid to really let your expertise shine and help guide that. Um, and I think there's nothing to worry about. Some people just kind of quiet down. They go, oh yeah, okay, we'll do that. But again, I know talking back to it. Yeah, it's not going to work. Yeah, yeah. If, if you just hand me a pile of money, I know it's going to go wasting. So so why should I recommend that? It's just not a good idea. Yeah, and then so what is what's been one of the bigger struggles for you is to like things that aren't working as well because it sounds like you stepped in you said hey no we're not doing that we're going to focus here and you've and you've been very strategic and you've taken the right steps which is amazing but what what what's been like the hardest jump as a marketer coming over to dental to dental it's absolutely with uh i guess the integrations in the industry as a whole um no one everyone has their own solution and while they're all great they don't really talk to each other very very well um, and that's absolutely been a huge problem for us. You know, I, we have this PMS it's fantastic and, and we do like it. Um, certain elements of it aren't there, certain elements we could find better elsewhere. And we'd love to have these interactions where all these pieces come together. And even before CareStack, you know, that was our biggest focus. CareStack was the, the all-in-one solution that the backbone. Yeah. Yeah. That, that we did end up finding. Um, but before that, we just couldn't bring everything together and, Again, when we're talking data, when we're talking KPIs, this it's essential um, to to be able to have that. And if systems won't talk to each other, it, it doesn't matter. It's it's a lot of hours on one person, most likely. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. How, so you you uh, you don't use any like analytics like Dental Intel or Jarvis because this, or do they use it and you just kind of don't because they don't have a lot of marketing information. Now that we're rebuilt, probably our biggest target of 2023. Um, it's I'm working on this actively right now is to streamline that whole process. Um, right now it's me with an Excel spreadsheet and that's about it. Yep. Yep. I, I hear you. That's where I started. That's what we started in is just put it in Excel. And, uh, you know, it's, the frustrating part is right now is that you have to work with the PMS and then you have to work with an analytic platform on top of that. Right. And then you still don't now other people like it. Operations is like, this is great. Clinical, like this is great. It still doesn't give you top of funnel, which stinks. And but eventually it'll all come together. Um, that 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 it's just a matter of time. I think you're right. I think that's part of the exciting growth of dentistry right now. I think there are these positions that are showing up. This consolidation that everyone seems to talk about, it's it's not the worst thing um, because it is bringing in these outside capital companies who will invest in programs like this that create this sort of solution. So yeah, it's coming. Uh, I think positions like mine are also coming more and more as as people start to consolidate. Um, I think well, we met just so for the audience. We met at the dental marketing manager boot camp, right? Yep. And that was the first time we've ever met each other. And so that was huge because that's the first time that anybody's ever hosted anything for a dental marketing manager, right? There's, like, there's, there's no information out there, at least that I could find. How, how do you feel about that? That was my first opinion of it. And I think walking into the room that that's what I said is, you know, it, trying to get into dentistry, uh, the information is few and far between. And so it was great that you are kind of carrying the torch right now, it feels, on on building this community for dental marketers. There's tons of areas for dentists. There's tons of areas for operations, but almost yep. nothing for dental marketers. And, you know, again, you have all these practices that are growing three, four, and starting to take that first step into growth with 
not a lot of guidance on how to get there. Yeah. Yeah. They'll just say, here, we got this marketer. The other thing, have I don't know if you've noticed this. Have you noticed that dental does not spend the same way for staff in the marketing department the way that other industries do? Have you, have you noticed that? And that one person will wear many more hats than typical in other industries? Well, not just, not even just that, even the big boys. Yeah. The big boys, when I've seen people, billion dollar DSOs, and they have like a 10 person or 20 person marketing team, where if it was a, another industry, it would be like, that would be like their flagship team, you know? And it just dental, just for for whatever reason, I, I haven't put my finger on it. I think it's, some of it has to do with it's all localized. So it's not like a SaaS product, right? So it's everything kind of have to reinvent the wheel each time with each product. Some of it is because dentists are, 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 are process information in a very certain way. And that kind of keeps certain people out because marketing is a little bit different than, than, than you would normally process that information. I can't put my finger on it, but just dental historically has just never been big fans of marketing like it uh, for just not that long ago it was illegal and and i've had people tell me in the last several years like marketing kind of makes you look cheap you know marketing makes me you know do i have if i have to market am i really a good dentist and it's just not other industries don't have that kind of mindset it's interesting considering that in dentistry almost every level of the process does involve marketing right The, the whole patient journey all the way through from finding them through the practice, bringing them back, educate. I mean, the whole way through and, and training can make such a difference. And, you know, I guess dentists don't exactly like being called sales, you know, but yep. let's be honest mm-hmm. that it's there. Um, so yep. yeah, I, I find it interesting that you're right. It, they do tend to shy away despite the fact that so much of the process could benefit from strong marketing and, and strong training in marketing. Yeah. hundred percent. It's interesting because it's dental is not a, um, it's not a product that people are like, I want dentistry usually, you know what I mean? It's like something, it's a, there's a, so much education that goes into it and it's really viewed more of a cosmetic type procedure than it is, you know, general health. And now it's becoming more and more about general health care and like, hey, if you want to be healthy overall, you need to take care of your mouth. Um, so they're, they're starting to get there, but we're still so far away. 50% of the market in America don't go to the, the, the dentist. Like only half of people actually go to the dentist once a year. That's crazy. Like there's so much opportunity for growth. Yeah. And I think in terms of marketing and and my experience with it, that was a shock coming in from outside the industry. I know there's two ways to go about this, right? You can bring up a clinical person and that comes with strong benefits to finding your marketing person um, as well. But you can also bring in a marketing person who needs to get caught up on clinical. Um, so many things like that just not even understood as I walked through the door. I couldn't understand, oh, wow. Yeah, we do need a lot of new patients coming in. I didn't know why that well you know if we could just bring them back well that's great too but new patients are essential to getting the growth right um all of these things you just don't expect it it is it is a bit unique to dentistry it is 100 percent. well this has been really good if i and last question for you if i the whole dental world the whole dental marketing world to listening right and what would you what, what advice would you give them just in your in your experience just stay with the basics. There's no like magic to marketing. There's no like unique thing that you're going to come up with. Um, stick with your website, stick with your email marketing. Email marketing is always going to be successful. Stick with your digital ads, all that fun stuff. Um, but don't get too caught up in the trendy. 
Um, you know, it's so easy to let everyone kind of put their own opinion in there and say, oh, well, we should do, you know, TikTok, um, which. Oh, you don't you don't want your doctors. Your doctors aren't dancing on TikTok yet. Yeah, not not yet. Um, maybe one day. But I just, uh, you know, if you know your brand, it's it's not really where we need to be. If they we're not a the biggest search engine for under 21 year olds, right? That's not exactly so our target so there's market. A, uh, there's a, uh, the Bentist is going to be at a, de- uh, a dental event soon teaching dentist. He started a marketing company to teach dentists how to go viral online and also teach them how to uh, make money on uh, as they're going viral. So not just getting the patients, but going, I'm like, that's, dentists don't want to really do that. <laughs> Most dentists don't want to, but, but interesting true. business model, we'll see if it works. Yeah, no, it's completely true. Um, and, and yeah, there, there's value there. You're like, yeah, if you go va- viral, it could be great for you. Um, at the same time, if your core marketing isn't, isn't activated properly, um, that's just extra that you're wasting time on, in my opinion. Well, he owns one, pra- I think he owns one practice, right? So it's that like helps. how it's not a, sk- it's great for selling products. If you go viral or a service that is national, like what I do for dental marketing, be great if I go viral, you know what I mean? And get in front of every Absolutely. single dentist or even all of America. That would be awesome because I can sell anywhere. But if I'm localized, going viral doesn't it doesn't necessarily do a whole. It can help you, but it's not a scalable thing and not a predictable thing. So yeah, it makes it cool. Um, and if it's high educational content, uh, then you can be more of a thought leader. That's great too. You can you can market that as content. Um, but yeah, in terms of converting new patients, I don't, I'm not so sure. Yeah, I've actually talked to, there's a doctor that I talked to, Dr. Mackey. She has uh, over a million followers, not as much as the Bennis, but a lot. And she sees about 23 new patients a month. And she's just like, yeah, I'm I'm all over the place, but it's it doesn't translate to new patients necessarily. Yeah. So they're, they're, it's hard. Dental's tricky that way, that you kind of have to go against what everybody else is saying online about marketing. You have to kind of think through it in a little bit of a different way. And it, you guys have definitely figured that out. So kudos to you, man. Great job. No, thank you. And we'll see what this year brings. It's going to really activate a bunch of the awesome marketing, start getting that scalable patient growth. And, and yeah, hopefully come back next year and talk about that. Awesome. Thanks so much for coming on. We're definitely going to have you back on to talk about your journey. Thanks.